0: IFM, FM 101.9 megahertz of life.
1: So we are moving on. We had Mark Sham on the show. Gosh, it's so hard. I think everyone's saying with COVID. Who? I mean, I, I can't remember one year from the other, but it may have been two years ago. Um, Mark is such an exciting human being who is very passionate about life, who is very passionate about South Africa, who has been very outspoken about our beloved government, and who has um, lots of followers who find um, resonance in what he says and what he expresses he 's not afraid to be vulnerable he 's not afraid to um, say it like it is, and he just does beautiful, really beautiful things. Um, he started like a tourist if you 're interested in amazing things that are happening in south africa you 've just got to look at that Facebook page, watch the videos brings South Africa alive and um, yeah, and he is because his passion is to help other people he has this incredible happiness talk um and he's offering it to everybody so mark sham founder and ceo of suits and sneakers welcome great to have you back on the show mark
0: wow thank you so much for having me i need to take you with me to more places to introduce me thank you (laughs)
1: Listen, truth is truth. What can we say? I mean, uh, it's it's <laughs> wonderful. It's wonderful following you, Mark, and it's lovely, you know, because it really you do express the roller coaster of life. You know, there are times when you up and it's great, and there are times when you challenged and i think that we can all relate you know sometimes we think that life has to be absolutely perfect in order for us to be okay and then just realizing that it is a roller coaster ride and we do have good and we do have bad and that's life and so that's why i love that you have put together this happiness talk Would you put together I, I believe before COVID, Mark. So I'm, um, I'm wondering if things have changed, but let's talk about this, the happiness talk. And, and I think very brave of you to, to talk about something that philosophers, <laughs> ancient philosophers started talking about really thousands of years ago. Um, I mean, the meaning of life. Why are we here? What is the purpose and, and is happiness attainable? Um, and so to yeah, bring all of that together in a talk. Well, I'm very interested, Mark. Why did you do it?
0: Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I've equally been following your work for the longest time, and I love what you do. The happiness talk is something that I did indeed start before COVID because I had a few interesting life happenings take place. And I was asking this question, what does happiness mean to me? And how do I become a happier version of myself? And I think it's a topic that is rarely spoken about and should be discussed more often. And the more I spoke to people about it, you know, it's such a subjective term. So you get different answers from different people. And so I decided at the end of 2019 to put this talk together, not to say what I think happiness is or isn't, but just to share perspective and hear other people's perspectives in return. I never thought it was going to turn into something commercial. I have no qualifications. I just was a human having a chat with other humans and this thing blew up. What I know for sure though, is that we live in the most complex time known to humankind, more changes coming at us than ever before. And the world we largely live in, no one prepared us to deal with this level of complexity. And so I just started to, you know, being a speaker, started to systematically break down how I saw it. It really resonated with people. It's an ongoing discussion that I still have to this day. has it? Has it changed much after COVID? I think it's just reinforced some absolute truths. But um, it's been such an interesting journey now where it's something I do almost once, twice a week. And just unpacking this idea that the world that we live in, we weren't prepared for. We weren't taught as young people how to deal with the world at large. The schooling system isn't prepped to teach us. You know, the schooling system, as great as it is, teaches us math, English, science, but no one teaches us how to be happy. Or how to have a relationship with ourselves or other people. And most of all, how to have a relationship with pain, which is inevitable. So these are the kind of topics that almost sound counterintuitive to happiness because it's almost a gimmick. It's not about happiness at all. It's about learning to acquire the mental tools and emotional infrastructure to deal with complexity.
1: Hmm. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's break this down. I love, I absolutely love what you said here. So the talk. Yeah, as, as I said earlier, I mean, we go back thousands of years. This is something to be human, to have the human experience is incredible. And that in itself comes, as you say, with so many challenges and that this is a complex world. You talk about not being prepared for this world, Mark. So you've said there's a schooling system. Um, we're taught the basic subjects, but we're not taught how to be happy. Can, is that, is that something we can learn, Mark? Do you think it's something we, um uh, you know, our parents can help us with, is it something that should be uh, a subject at school? How, how, how do we learn how to be happy?
0: Yeah, so let's break it down. I mean, I think the schooling system does wonders. If you go back to the origins of the formal education system and you look at where the world's at today, we are experiencing a world of abundance because of, of formal education. But there are definitely some topics that are missing. I think that from the day you go to school to the day you finish school you are taught all these what would be considered hard subjects math english science but the world that we live in isn't as paint by number as you're taught in school so let's touch on a few things for example If we think about relationship with self all of us have this voice in our heads that comments about everything incessantly every single day your listeners would have it right now as they listen to our discussion there is a voice in their heads that's commentating on our discussion and we don't even acknowledge this voice i call the voice the roommate for lack of a better term and we don't even appreciate how to acknowledge the roommate you know i wish someone sat me down when i was 10 years old and said you're not going crazy We all have this voice in our heads that comments incessantly about everything. Now we're not taught when to listen and when not, because sometimes the voice in your head, let's refer to it as the roommate will offer you some very sound advice. Let's call that sound advice gut feel. We've all been somewhere, maybe at a work meeting or a personal meeting with someone where your gut feel, your intuition is telling you something is off here. And then you just ignore it at your peril. You're like, ah, I'm just going to ignore what I'm feeling right now. And you carry on and you pay dearly for that. But then other times this roommate gives you terrible advice. We know this in the form of imposter syndrome, that anytime you've done anything great or you're on the verge of anything great, that annoying voice in your head will tell you that you're not good enough. It will tell you that other people are smarter than you. You don't deserve to be here. And that is really terrible advice that we then listen to at our peril. So we don't even acknowledge the voice in the first place. And we don't teach young people who all turn into adults when to, you know, when to decipher between when to listen and when not as an example.
1: So what I'm hearing you say, Mark. Is that the journey is actually about knowing the self. It's about listening to the self. It's about developing a very close relationship with our inner world so that we can brace this yeah, complex, ever changing external world. So let's take a break, Mark, and let's look at let's look at this relationship that we can start to build with ourselves. Um, if we can find the happiness from within, I think that's what you're saying, you know, self-love, listening Absolutely. to the self, then we can go out there in this world that can be scary, that can be challenging, and we can still be okay within this, this difficult world. So let's, a uh, break, and then let's expand a little bit on that.
0: Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life.
1: Welcome back to the show, the DL Link Show on 101.9 High FM. I have Mark Sham, who's the founder and CEO of Suits and Sneakers on the show. Um, we're talking about Mark's talk, the happiness talk, and uh, he's going to be offering this on the 24th of May at uh, the Tryst, I believe, and also there will be, um, you can watch it via stream, but he's offering it to everyone um, at no cost if you if you attend in person. But Mark will tell us a little bit more about that. Um, as Mark says, you know, he is in the business of adding value to others and seeing them become better versions of themselves. So the question is that I'm going to ask you listening, not you, Mark, but you listening right now is like, what makes you happy? If I had to say, you know, choose anything that's going to make you happy right now, you may turn around and say, well, um, having perfect health, um, getting over my illness, um, making sure that my children are going to be okay, having lots of money in the bank, being able to pay my bond, um, being happy in my job, ending load shedding. Who wouldn't be happy with that? And, you know, and this question, as Mark said right at the beginning, is it's so subjective, this this happiness. We've been philosophizing for thousands of years, what is happiness? Because if we go to, I'm going to be happy when I lose that weight, or I'm going to be happy finally when I have the money, or I'm going to be happy finally when I've got through this illness, what does it say about happiness? And what does it say about who we are in this moment now? Does it mean that we are always dependent on things outside of ourselves to be happy. So Mark has said, um, starting off with talking about why aren't we taught at school how to be happy? Um, You know, Mark's been talking about this voice in the head, this roommate that sometimes can be our greatest ally and other times can be a huge enemy when it starts to, you know, bring forth those uh, words, those thoughts, those ideas that life is not okay, that we are not okay. So this idea of building relationship with ourself is really key. Um, you know can we be okay regardless of what's happening can we be happy right now so mark in your talk is that is that what you're aiming for i mean you they you know i mean are there tips and tools to be happy right now we spoke about this relationship with the self what from your research from your interactions with people as you said it's blown up so people are talking to you about it what are your findings what are you seeing
0: yeah i can give you my my like top bullet points so I think happiness is not in the knowing. You can't know your way to happiness. You do your way to happiness. It takes action repetitively over time. Uh, a lot of the things that you mentioned, happiness isn't one thing. It there's no solvability to it. So you, you, if all the topics that you brought up, uh, is your happiness connected to your health? Absolutely. We know through the science of happiness that people who exercise, eat a bit cleaner sleep a little bit longer, are happier versions of themselves because we are physiological creatures. Um Is there a link between money and happiness? Yes, but the research suggests that there is a clear ceiling to money. Um, money will bring you happiness when it helps you solve your basic needs. Maslow spoke about this in his hierarchy of needs. Once you have the ability to uh, put a roof over your head, look after your kids, feed yourselves, send them to school, etc., then doubling the amount of money doesn't double the happiness. Um, is there a link between happiness and relationship with self? Absolutely. Learning how to understand yourself, uh, deal with the roommate. Is happiness connected to your relationship with others? I mean, that's such a big one. Absolutely. Because from the day you're born, you are immediately going to interact with different people who have different upbringings, different cultures, religions, experiences, traumas. We're not really taught to have a relationship with other people so we start to see different as bad rather than just different that's a whole topic on its own Mm. probably the greatest uh, point around happiness is relationship with pain one of the big things we're not taught from young is that your brain is designed to keep you safe not make you happy and so your brain will do anything to avoid pain which is impossible if you think about it from the day you're born you are going to make mistakes experience failure people are going to hurt you. You're going to hurt other people, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. So we don't learn to have a relationship with how others are are built and wired and that different isn't bad. It's just different. And then to achieve anything meaningful in life, you actually have to throw a dart at the dartboard, but you can't expect to hit the bullseye every time. How many people do you know that sometimes will avoid trying anything new because they don't want to suck at doing something new for the first time. Yeah. So we are hardwired to avoid pain, which is impossible. And then we do the next best thing as humans, which is we do anything to numb pain. And oftentimes numbing uh, is is thought about as quite linear, like I numb through alcohol, through sex, through drugs, but you can numb through work. How many people do you know that don't want to deal with the issues that are going on in their life? So they just work, they just distract themselves. You can numb by scrolling too much through Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. So it's all of these things that we kind of put together in the talk where we say, okay, so let's, I make a definition around happiness for me. Happiness isn't about the emotion because the emotion of happiness is fleeting. It's about learning to acquire the mental tools and the emotional infrastructure to deal with complexity and largely to deal with the things that we weren't taught to deal with as young kids. So happiness isn't one thing. It's all of these things put together. And on the overall, happiness is much more about the doing. It's about your habits. But it's also about the stories that precede your habits. And so all of these points are discussed. This is what makes the happiness talk and the discussion quite difficult to have in a short space of time. Because it's never one thing. Mm. But when you've discussed all these points over a matter of time and you see how they all interconnect into each other, And then you see how it's about these little actions that you take on a daily basis that can absolutely push you to become a happier version of yourself. Now you're starting to talk. And I've been hosting the talk for three and a half years, and I've even seen it in my own life, going through hard times, learning to process your emotions rather than avoid them. All of these things come together. And that's why I think it's such a complex and subjective topic. But we know that by the research, there are clear things that people can do on a daily basis. That regardless of their environment or anything external, they can become happier versions of themselves if there's certain habits and tactics and actions that they take on a daily basis. And it's never one thing.
1: Mm. It's moving, changing. And as you said, so subjective. So... You are offering this talk, Mark, and thank you for all those pointers. I love all those pointers, and I I wish we had so much more time so we could really unpack all of them. But I'm sure that that's what you do in this talk. How long is the talk, by the way?
0: I've got a handful of different versions of them. The talk that I'm presenting on the 24th of May is a 90-minute talk. It's still the highlights package of everything we discuss. What happens is that I tend to present this talk in many different formats, at corporate functions and events two, three times a week. But every now and then I try and make a public version of it available because I never want people to say, I would love to attend that, but I couldn't afford it. So for me, the public version is absolutely just about having this discussion and, and there being no monetary link to it
1: so so is that what you're doing mark is that because i mean you've said i'm i want to add value to other people's lives i want them to be a better version of themselves i want to have this conversation and that's why you're doing it free of charge
0: absolutely i think it's very hard for some people to get their heads around Uh, (laughs) especially when something is free they tend to perceive it as being of lower value but the truth is i do you know i've got a handful of businesses i do well from public speaking So for me, when I run the public version of this event, it's absolutely not about making money. It's about I find myself being my happiest when I'm able to help other people become better versions of themselves. And just to clarify that, I don't think that I'm the happiness guru. And I don't think that if you come to a talk, mine specifically, suddenly you're going to be this happy version. But at least it starts the discussion. And to me, that's the most important thing.
1: Hmm. So that's the 24th of May. Okay, let's take a quick break, Mark, and then you'll tell us a little bit more about it. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, Mark Sham um, is on the show today. He's the founder and CEO of Suits and Sneakers and lots of other things, Um, lots of businesses, lots of innovative ideas. Um, and yeah, makes a lot of it available to all of us on social media. I'm going to be talking very briefly, um, about his fabulous, like a tourist, but Mark has been sharing this uh, ideas, the, the concepts, the, um, yeah, insights around happiness. Um, he's got this incredible happiness talk. Um, as he said, it changes, you know, because it is so subjective. We all have such a, a unique relationship with happiness within our world and so on wednesday the 24th of may he's inviting you you and you to attend there's this public version of this happiness talk where is it mark what time is it and are you saying there's no cost at all
0: again thank you so much for having me and allowing me to just give a bit of info about this yes it's the wednesday the 24th of may i own a venue in woodmead in santon so it's quite a, a handy thing to have to be able to run your own events. Um We make the in-person portion of it for free. People could just need to register. Um, I'll share the details with you there. We have a streaming option. We've just made it 50 Rand for a very specific reason. I have to bring in extra staff. And the world of streaming can be quite complex, especially when you do it with a bit of quality production. So the stream is available for 50 Rand. I assure you, I don't make uh, any money off the 50 Rand. <laughs> For the 50 people that might attend but yeah that's it really i'm trying to make it as accessible to people whether they live in johannesburg or or not and wednesday the 24th of may is the occasion where i make it free to the public anybody who wants to attend we've already got about a hundred people registered and probably only have space for another 150 uh, with two weeks to go so these things do tend to move quite quickly because i only do the public version that's free twice a year but again, to be clear, the the free part of it shouldn't be perceived as lower in quality. It's the exact same thing. There's no catch. There's no very mark ad at the end for a for something bigger. It's just I get an enormous amount of value in starting this discussion around what I think happiness looks like. I share the research via stories. Um, it's been well received in the last three and a half years, beyond my wildest imagination, to be honest and yeah that's it i mean I'll, I'll share the details just before we go but that's it
1: fabulous fabulous i'm sure lots of people are very excited to hear um your talk mark very quickly like a tourist love like a tourist i think you are an exceptional photographer i think if none of the other stuff takes off i think maybe photography i mean looking at these pictures of <laughs> paris although you you focus on south africa we've got 1 minute mark why like a tourist literally a minute
0: Literally, Like a Tourist is my aim to get more South Africans to act like tourists in their own city, and their own country. I think most people in South Africa don't fully appreciate just how beautiful our country is. And the fact that foreigners spend thousands of dollars, euros and pounds to come here to experience what's on our doorstep. And I'm an avid traveler. It's one of the things that makes me incredibly happy. So I would just go about sharing my travel perspectives with the world and it took off. And obviously on the odd occasion I go abroad, so I share that too. But really what I'm trying to do is get people to act like tourists in our own country. And instead of telling them about how amazing it is, I try to show them.
1: So that's like a tourist, Facebook, Instagram. People can go and look for that quickly. How do people get hold of you for the, for the talk, Mark? Mark?
0: Perfect. So I would just uh, Google Mark Sham happiness, or you can go to the, uh, my Facebook page, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. The details are all there. Um, there's a Quicket link that people have to just click on. The in-person is free. The streaming option is 50 rand ahead.
1: Thank you, Mr. Sham. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing and certainly starting a conversation um, for people who are listening. Perhaps I'll go and talk to loved ones right now about the interesting topics that you raised. Um, hope it's a huge success. I know it will be. And thank you for yeah all your commitment and uh, contributions. We appreciate it, Mark. Take care.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Oh well, Mark Sham. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Always a pleasure, always a delight, and always a privilege to be in your company. So uh, that's the 24th of May. Happiness. Don't let it be something that eludes you. It's something you can experience right now. For me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care. Goodbye.